Let me start by saying that I have been guilty of this pretty much just like everyone else, but I've also learned some very valuable lessons when it comes to leaving comments on others' posts. It's called the digital footprint, and sometimes people may not take your joke as being all that funny, and when it starts trying to become hurtful and you start trying to uh, get a little malicious thinking that you're being funny, it can come back to bite you. All right, it's called the digital footprint. It never leaves. Once it's out there, it's out there. And now you are leaving yourself open to be judged. Let's talk about it. Right now is the best time ever to be in the music industry. The opportunities to build, engage, and monetize a fan base has never been easier. So why do so many artists still feel stuck and frustrated? Because the music industry is constantly evolving, and they aren't. I created this podcast as a way to help you navigate the music industry, to stay up to date with the changes, to help get your mind focused on what really matters. My name is Rick Barker, and I went from living homeless on the streets, addicted to drugs, to helping launch one of the biggest stars in the world. I've consulted major labels like Sony and Big Machine Records, TV talent shows like American Idol and The Launch. I co-authored the $150,000 music degree, and I speak at music conferences all over the world. I have a goal to affect millions of people with songs I didn't write or perform by helping creatives just like you get your content out to the world. This podcast is one of my ways to achieve that. Welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So this episode's going to be uh, pretty short, but pretty sweet, and I hope that you get something out of it. And let me start by saying, because the person that I'm going to be referencing in this episode, I am not going to use their name. Uh, I'm not going to use their real name. I'm not going to use their band name, because in my opinion, I would be a hypocrite at that point. But I want to make something very, very clear. All of us who are business owners and you as a band, you as a person in a band, you as a solo artist, you are a business owner. And when we start saying hurtful things or just being an a-hole online, it can come back to haunt you. Okay. I speak from experience. You know, I consider myself a pretty funny guy. I'm always you know, joking around with people, but sometimes the way that I word things can become very hurtful. Also, too, is it's it's one of those things that we represent not only our business, but we also represent our family. You know, and I'll tell you the situation and what prompted me to go ahead and record this episode. So recently I've got some Facebook ads that are running, and a lot of people know that I was the former manager of Taylor Swift. So someone asked a very legitimate question. And the question was, I thought that Taylor was always her own manager. And for a lot of people, Taylor didn't come on to their scene until she crossed over to pop. A lot of people don't realize that she had a, a two and a half, three year career in country before that. That's when I was actually with Taylor. So Taylor has actually had another manager before me. Uh, he was let go before uh, her deal with Big Machine Records, and I was her manager at the start of her career with Big Machine Records while she released her first album. And it's real simple. You can go to Google and type in Rick Barker and Taylor Swift, and you will see exactly what my role was. You'll hear directly from Taylor why 
she chose me to be her manager. So the information is out there. So this person asked that question and then somebody else came in and said, hey, yeah, Rick was with her at the very beginning stages. Well, then this other guy decides to come in and just started just being rude, being disrespectful. Uh, whenever anybody tried to correct him, he got very defensive and just turned into a bigger jerk off. And what you don't realize is when you're leaving a post, that's your personal Facebook account. So it was real easy for me to go click on his personal Facebook account. And when I clicked on his personal Facebook account, here's this gentleman with his beautiful baby and his wife. And it showed me what his music page was. And he goes by a different name with his music than he does with his, uh, it's, it's different than his personal name. So I went ahead and I listened to his music and his music's very good. But here's what happens is when you start working with a label or let's say you decide you want to do a product endorsement, businesses are being very careful who they associate themselves with based on on who that person really is. So when we go interview for a job or we go try to you know, strike a brand deal, we're going to be on our best behavior, but then they're going to go in and do their research. This whole Me Too movement, this whole, um, you know, now they're pulling down uh, statues of singers who may have said something back, you know, 30, 40 years ago. It's like businesses are now doing their homework. So when they click and they start searching you online, and they type in your name, what's going to pop up? Is it you being disrespectful? Is it you being a punk? Is it you, you know, constantly out there bashing on people? Do people really want to work with folks like that? The answer is no, they don't. So we may think that we're being funny. We may think that it's all in fun and games, but right now it's like, especially in the music business, we should all be working together. We should all be boosting each other up. We should all be lifting each other up. But when you go target someone like myself who's devoted the last five years of their lives to doing nothing but help independent artists get their music out there, and you're being that guy, come on. You know, also, too, as a parent, I have a responsibility to my family. I have a responsibility to lead by example for my kids. Do I want to show my kids that it's okay to go out there and cyber attack people or just hide behind a keyboard. And the part that you may think is you're not really hiding. It says your name. We're now able to go see who you are. We're now able to go do our own uh, evaluations of, of who we think you are. And then we're also able to go out now and see exactly what's happening and what, if we really want to work with that person, knowing that your true colors are showing right there for the whole entire world to see. So I reached out to this person in a private message and I, you know, and he was even more disrespectful in, in that he just, he thinks it's funny, you know, and I'm trying to help him out. I take every opportunity I can to teach people and, and I'm just kind of laughing at it because like I said, his music's really good. Okay. If I looked at his social media numbers, they're very low. It's like if he would spend more time doing his research to see who I am and how I can help him, even with my free material, he would realize that, that I'm one of the good guys. 
You know, I'm a guy that's out there every single day showing up for independent musicians, trying to help them get their music out to the world. So for him to take pot shots, I mean, I just kind of laugh about it because everyone else jumped in and started getting on him. I just saw this as an opportunity to teach. So to wrap this up, let's remember, whatever we say never goes away once we put it out on the internet. Even if I hide the comments or delete the comments, they're still out there. I could take screenshots. I could have gone on today and I could have said, hey, so-and-so, this is about you. But you know what? I chose to take the higher route because I'm hoping that this person, I'm going to message him a link to this podcast. I'm hoping that he takes this as a learning lesson. I've had a lot of learning lessons in my life and I was very grateful. I may have been upset at the time when someone pointed out a flaw because we're human. That happens. But in the long run, I saw that the people who were... Uh, I don't want to say brave enough. I think that's the wrong word. But the persons who realized that I had more good to give pointed out that I could be doing so much more with my time. It takes time to be hurtful and malicious online. Why not take that same amount of time to be positive and spread joy? So I hope you guys have a fantastic remainder of your day. If this is your first time uh, listening to the podcast, uh, go back and see what it is that I'm about. I'm, I'm about introducing you to people that can change your lives. I'm about trying to get you in the right frame of mind to get your music out to the world. My goal is to help affect millions of people with songs I didn't write or perform by teaching creatives like yourself how to get rid of it. So uh, I appreciate you, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you found value, please subscribe. If you know someone who could benefit from this podcast, please share. Also, I would love if we could follow each other on socials. Just follow me on whatever platform you use. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rick Barker Music. Message me that you listen to the podcast, and I will follow you back. Until next time, thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.